Welcome to Buy Its Cover, one marriage's journey through movie night using only the covers of films they find on streaming services. I'm 50% of your hosting duo, Kevin. And I'm your other 50%, equaling 100, free. Let's be realistic. You bring more than 50% to this table. You're what makes it 110% of podcasting goodness. <laughs> uh, we're back, Kevin, and we're going to we watch a movie. Are We are back. We uh trying to be a little bit more regular with this whole uh, watching movies with y'all thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we have a new one for you that we found on, this one was on Amazon Prime. Did we find it? No, we didn't. We just found this one randomly. But yeah, I... I don't know. It's you're somewhere. That, we don't you're remember You're the one where. that picked it. <laughs> it. I love how we just are ambiguous. It's like, it, we did not not pirate this one. Um, <laughs> it, well, I'm I didn't. Sure, I'm sure it came from a perfectly legal to own copy somewhere. It's probably on Amazon Prime. A lot of things are. Everything is from A to Z, Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> uh, from, from ground shipping to space dicks, Amazon. <laughs> Definitely uh, not owned by a supervillain. Amazon. <laughs> Lex Luthor incarnate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Except why did we not get Superman out of this deal? I know. What the shit? That's uh, because of America's terrible immigration policies. He's probably just chilling <laughs> in some country now. <laughs> he's just orbiting space waiting yeah. for his visa to clear. <laughs> yeah, he's he, that's that's really why he was wanting to marry Lois Lane. It was the green card status. <laughs> that's why Bezos went out to space. He was like, "Hey, let's chat." <laughs> that's what you think happened, as opposed to Clark marrying Lois for his immigration status. <laughs> Look, none of this is going to make sense. But I just think that that would make the Superman movie very boring if it was just a chat in space. (laughs) All right. But none of that has to do with the movie we watched. Uh, Not even a sci-fi movie. This looks like a... We haven't watched this yet. You're using the wrong tense. Don't you correct my tense, woman. (laughs) It makes me tense when you correct my tense, which makes me get intense. You're an English teacher. You should know tenses. I was an English teacher. I and turned away. Just... I turned away from that life. I turned my back. To, I'm like, dude, I'm going to be like that scene in like a, a an action movie where like 10 years from now, they're like, Kevin, kick open the door. Like, we need you to teach the future. And you're like, I quit that life. <laughs> and then they're like, but they kidnapped the president's daughter and they're making her conjugate. <laughs> and I like those bastards. Just an ex- like overly long suit up scene of me putting dry erase markers in my like bandolier. <laughs> me doing a push up and just being like, nope, nope, not doing this. This is terrible. <laughs> Blowing off books, rearranging them by Dewey Decimal System. It'll be intense. <laughs> the most montageous montage we've ever montaged. <laughs> Anyways, movie watched. Streaming service didn't steal it. Don't come after us, uh, recording industry. Um, it's called Werewolves Within. It is. It's. It's called. It's Werewolves Within. A Who Done It with Teeth is the uh, the tagline. I'm excited. I know. I kind of like. Is this going to be Knives Out but with werewolves? I love to Knives Out. Uh, yes. Thank you for giving me nothing to 
play off of that. <laughs> As a person that sat next to you in the theater, you did love it. <laughs> um, okay, so uh let's talk about the first thing that I noticed, which is oh, I guess we should describe the cover first. Yeah. Do you want to do that or do you want me to? Were you just gonna jump into the actress that you noted? I was. <laughs> okay why don't you start with that and then we'll describe the cover because you're you're going to be all antsy and the pantsy to get to it otherwise the the chick that plays the at&t girl is the chick that plays the way to just objectify women in your own comments how is that objectifying like i don't know her name well i mean it's on here wow you just know what she looks like wow milana vain trub Vaintrub. Okay, I murdered her name. I'm sorry, Melania. Melana. Melana. <laughs> but you would recognize her. She's the, she's the AT&T person that um has the short red hair and she's super good at her job. So I'm excited. She's super good at her job. What cell service do you use? <laughs> not AT&T. Yeah, she's probably not that great at her job. Uh-huh. But she's she's engaging. Like, I hate commercials. You know, I personally hate commercials. And I enjoy watching her in that commercial. She's kind of like Flo from Geico, but for AT&T. Uh, and Flo doesn't work for Geico either. Oh, progressive. <laughs> yeah, I think it's just weird. You have this cult following of uh, commercial actors. <laughs> and you're like, but I don't know their products. You know, you know I, like, I like the cowboy that works for Camel Cigarettes. And, uh... <laughs> um, one of the things I was thinking the other day when I was forced to watch a Geico commercial because um, I'm watching Midsummer Murders on uh, Amazon Prime and it's not ad free. Um, I was like, <laughs> how funny would it be if the Gecko had a rival and the rival was voiced by jason statham (laughs) i yeah i'm sorry guys this is a podcast it's an audio medium but the stare i'm giving her right now should be the one that you all want to give her because babe do you remember like in the i think it was in the 2000s when everyone was like hey those geico cavemen sure are charming so they gave them a sitcom yeah is that what you want for geico do you want a geico cinematic no i don't i i want well fast and furious with geico i mean yeah no i just want i don't know a villain jason statham you want a villain insurance company that's called insurance companies (laughs) well yeah they're already evil honey (laughs) It's like when Budweiser used to do, you know, the the themed. Oh God! Whatever. Why, Anyways, why are you so into commercial culture? You just uh, know the the characters. You have a fond reckoning. Are you, were you going to talk about the Budweiser frogs? You had the Budweiser frogs. I did. <laughs> I liked there. those frogs. That is going to be a point that like historical anthropologists are going to refer back to and be like why why did i was a child and i had a budweiser shirt with those three goddamn frogs on it but old unironically jc penny yeah yep don't, don't 
don't flash back to it, Brie. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Werewolves Within. Eventually, we'll talk about the movie. This cover. Um, we have uh, a full moon. Yes. As is apropos of werewolves. Werewolves. Yeah. And we have the 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 cast. Dead center. We have a man that is dual wielding hatchets, and he's wearing another set of hatchets. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. This is kind of partially why I picked it. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, uh, he is wearing a badge of some kind. He but definitely look looks like a, like a police, police officer. Uh, I'm gonna go with Forest Ranger. Oh, I think Sheriff Station. Okay, well, agree to disagree. Okay. Uh, what? What? We'll go, we'll go clockwise. He's got a guy on his right with a parka mm-hmm. and a flashlight, flashlight and a Russian hat. Yep. And below him, he has a man with a, a goofy mustache. Mm-hmm. And a revolver, it looks like. Mm-hmm. Uh, a mail carrier. Um, I think there's two mail carriers. There are, and she's holding what looks like either a rent. It looks like a wrench in her hand. Yep. Uh, a suspicious-looking housewife who is knitting. Yes. And, and as somebody that's had knitting needles, those, like, if you put enough force behind them, they're pokey. Let's hope they're tipped with silver to help deal with the werewolf. Oh, let's hope there's actual werewolves and not faker werewolves. The real werewolf is inside, Brie. It's the real werewolf is within. Oh my God, get off of it. <laughs> man is the real monster, Brie. Oh my not God. No, that's the theme. Uh, <gasps> there's a man with a sledgehammer. Mm-hmm. Uh, there looks like a, a lady with a pen. Uh, she looks like she's either going to be a reporter character she looks slightly judgmental. She looks like she's wearing um, yellow dishwasher gloves. You know what oh. I'm saying? The rubber yeah. dishwashing gloves. Yeah. Uh, then we have an old man with a crossbow. He looks like a like a a, a young Wilford Brimley. And the crossbow is well lit. He has one of those spotlight things on top of it. Yes, flashlights. He, he has a tactical crossbow. Yes. And then there is a man that I would almost describe as looking like a, a mobster from the from the forties with a with a mustache and a pistol. Yes, and and a um, scarf. Yes, and then there is a a, a I'm gonna go redneck looking guy with a big bushy beard Mountain and man. Uh, a werewolf or a wolf hat. Yep. And I would you know does it look like he's holding a mini chainsaw? No, he is holding like a Bowie knife and. Oh, he's wiping he's, blood off of it. He's wiping blood off of it. Okay. I couldn't figure out what that was. Yep. So he's, I'm going to go with taxidermist. Hmm. Okay. And then there is a, a sassier older woman. Yeah. She looks sassy and I don't know what she's got in her arms. It looks like a rifle or another cross. Actually, I think it's another crossbow. It does look like a crossbow. Yep. And or like a bolt gun. A bolt gun. The f- you mean a spear gun? Sure. What's a bolt gun? You know, that you see in vampire movies where it throws out stakes. But maybe it throws out. Oh, so out- you mean a, a crossbow without. No, but it's. A fat crossbow? Yeah, sure. A crossbow that didn't do CrossFit? Yes. <laughs> I I think that this guy that's standing next to AT&T chick is 
uh, Guillermo from um, uh, What We Do in the Shadows. So it'll be interesting to see if I'm right. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it is, but who knows? It doesn't look, uh, he doesn't have quite as round a face. I think we'll find out. And then, um, and then of course we have AT&T chick. Yes. Repping some post office swag. Yeah. She definitely looks like a mail carrier. Um, so Kevin, uh, based on this, it almost looks like they're doing a werewolf version of clue because they're all holding different types of weapons which I'm very excited about because you know how I feel about Clue. And so you're going with murder werewolf version of Clue. I love Clue. Okay. I'm going to go with a werewolf version of The Thing. Oh. Because I love The Thing. I'm sorry. One of the best horror movies of all time was (laughs) boring to you. You know, I watched Backdraft last night. Okay. Thread this needle. Because Kurt Russell's in the thing and backdraft. Yeah, yeah. Is I'm, that how we, that was it? That was just one degree of separation. <laughs> yeah, Kurt Russell. <laughs> and how was backdraft compared to classic horror film with John Carpenter, The Thing? You know, I actually really enjoyed it. Um, I remember doing the ride at Universal Studios. And that was cool. Did you ever do it? Yeah, fire is pretty dope. Yeah. So I thought they did a pretty good job with the with the uh, fire camera work that they did, especially yeah. since it was like pre-good fire and CG. Like they had to do practical effects and stuff. No, they burned four Kurt Russells during that movie. <laughs> you don't know that but the one we have now fifth generation kurt russell <laughs> you know how tough it is to bring a clone out of the vat in that situation um do you do you have any other things you want to talk about this movie cover <laughs> i know do, do you want to talk about other movies starring kurt russell that you watched recently <laughs> uh i don't well i mean we watched tango and cash earlier this year we did watch Tango and Cash earlier this year. Yeah, I think this is going to be, uh, like I said, I'm, I want, I would love a a, a werewolf version of the thing. If but if I got some thing good horror effects, some good gore the, effects, I'd be really happy. The thing isn't a whodunit. Uh, yeah, the whodunit is who is human still. Oh, hmm. I don't. Okay, I could see that. Like they're all kind of playing against each other because they don't know which one of them's the werewolf. Yeah, because the were- real werewolf is within. We've established that. So clearly, this is set in winter time because they're yeah. all bundled up. Um, Maybe just Canada. I just assume every Canadian looks like that. Okay. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they have summer in most it's of not, Canada. It's not the neg- most negative stereotype, but it's still a stereotype that I feel bad about. <laughs> uh, so you think it's going to be set in Canada. I think it's going to be set in a rural town. Rural? Rural. Rural. Rural? Rural. Two rural. 
okay, close enough, close enough. A rural town. I mean, I think it's going to be America, just based on the post office uniforms. Oh, God. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> Every once in a while. Um, but it's going to be rural America. Rural towards, America. <laughs> up towards the top because it's snowy. Oh, maybe like a Wisconsin or a Minnesota? Yeah. Yes. Like they share a border with Canada. A rural border, as it were. <laughs> a rural, rural border. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. Um, I'm surprised I don't have the dogs barking yet because of how much that sounded like. <laughs> yeah, oh, man. I would have preferred those noises instead of. <laughs> it's like you had a mouthful of pennies when you were saying it. <laughs> So this right. movie, this movie released this year. It did. Oh. This did release this year. I think it's also funny because uh, I'm I'm curious. I'm gonna be curious if we actually get a horror movie, or if we get like a, a Wolf of Snowy Hollow. Oh yeah, I hope not. I want a goddamn real werewolf. You want we- real real werewolves? Oh man. Okay. Why are you making real fun? werewolves <laughs> that are real? They're real rural werewolf. <laughs> That is a that is a tongue twister. That is uh like a Sally sells seashells moment. <laughs> Sally sells seashells yeah. down by the seashore. Okay. You, doing the tongue twisters on this, not great for the podcast in general. <laughs> the audience uh comes for our shitty explanations of movie covers, stays for us doing tongue twisters because words are tough. <laughs> oh man. Is there anything else you want to talk about with this cover, honey? Uh do not. I'm kind of I'm kind of really excited to watch this. I'm really excited to watch it as well. Yeah. All right. Let's go watch a movie. Let's go watch a movie. And we are back having watched Werewolves Within. Uh, Brie, I didn't watch this with you, so what'd you snack on? I probably had one of those Sargento take a break things that's got the nuts and the um, like craisin on one side and then the little slices of cheese on the other. You had fancy Lunchables. Yeah, They're, they're tasty little things. This podcast brought to you by Tasty Little Things from Sargento's. Honestly, I really should start writing them down. Okay, let me, okay. First of all, did you snack on anything while you watch this? I I think I had an actual meal while watching this. Um, I think I was trying to like cram it in uh, during lunch, so I think I had some some cottage cheese and probably some pizza. <laughs> <laughs> That's a dairy heavy combination. Yeah, not uh, not great on the plumbing. Anyways, <laughs> it sounds continue. like something I would love. <laughs> um, but I actually started this movie. I had my uh I had a notepad and I was starting to take notes as I was watching this movie, and then I got so enthralled that I just stopped taking notes and I was like, dang it, because I I wanted to write everything down in this movie because I was entertained AF. This was the most enjoyable video game adaptation we've ever watched. 
And see, I didn't even know it was a video game until afterwards. And, you know, you say the title and you get aggregated search results, like news articles. And it's like most popular video game movie, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, I didn't even know it was a video game. I think they're... They're uh, milking some uh, some numbers if they think that they're... Oh, that sounds gross. Milking some numbers. Yeah, that was pretty nasty. Uh, they're massaging. There we go. Massaging some numbers if they're like most popular video game movie. Well, especially since it's like Resident Evil and Doom and pretty sure that uh, one, the one where they jump from the really tall places and land in the haystack. Assassin's Creed. Yeah. Even that's that what was you probably... choose to remember about Assassin's Creed is yes, the haystack jumping. It scares me every time you get up there and you're like, haha, Brie, watch, 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 watch. And you nudge me and then you jump from a really tall height and, and he like dive bombs and flips into a haystack. It's terrifying. And you look every time. Because it's so, it's it's like a bloody gory movie. You can't look away. You look away all the time during bloody gory movies. Okay, that's true. I do. Yeah. So I don't know what it's the opposite of that. Is it just puppy videos? <laughs> I love puppy videos. Puppy videos with some added height. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but uh, but uh, no, I, I mean, there's other super or not superhero movies. Jesus, I finished Loki last night and oh, God, that that's so what I want to talk about. Uh, but uh, no, this is can't be the only video game movie or at least probably not the most well-known video. I mean, movie the most well-known has got to be super mario brothers just for how <laughs> god awful it is yeah it is really bad uh and it, actually bonus points uh eventually we'll get super mario brothers uh, molotov popcorn episode up on the patreon oh are we gonna do that I mean, sometime okay and i need to convince robert to finish editing it <laughs> Come so robert, on, robert if you're Schlabber. listening to this what the <laughs> shit uh chop chop prompt prompt <laughs> um but no werewolves within we're finally back to the movie that we should be talking about i actually don't want to describe much of the plot other than it's a forest service ranger that is new to town um that is is caught in the town he's caught in a town uh during a, a snowstorm that blocks off all the roads and uh a small town feud around a gas line is dividing the town while they also have to deal with the possibility of a werewolf attack. Yeah. Which, okay. Uh, this movie has some kind of some things that we've actually noticed are, are, are tropes in by its cover one werewolves by far the animal we cover the most in right? <laughs> this podcast, as far as mo- movie monsters, um, like, I mean, just the amount of times I'll talk about Wolf Cop, actually a Werewolves Within Wolf Cop crossover oh, be pretty cool. I would love that. Just him hanging dong around other wolves. Also, uh, Finn, uh, who is the main character, played by Sam Richardson, uh, double hatchets at one point. We do. We do have some hatchets and they're true hatchets because he's had an axe frustrating oh. it's axe throwing place but really it's but hatchets. they're hatchets yeah yeah um i 
I enjoyed the shit out of every single one of of the characters in this movie. It was a fairly small cast because it's supposed to be this really remote town. Uh, It's wintry time. And uh, there's what, maybe like eight characters. Yeah. All played by like, they're people People, you would be, you'd recognize in things. Yes. (laughs) Uh, They're all character actors to some degree. Um, or you'd be like, oh man, they're in other really popular things. I mean, you have Guillermo from what we do in the shadows. Yes. I told you it was him. I, I, was... Can't, I can't believe that picture did not look like him, but you have like between that and picking out Kevin Smith on Wolf Cop, uh, <laughs> or another Wolf Cop. I am always, a, I don't know why I doubt you every time. I know. Um, I, I literally, I started watching the movie before you did and all I could think of when he showed up on the screen, uh, I was like, I fucking told him it was Guillermo. Yeah, it was Guillermo. <laughs> I feel and like then everybody. Dude... Oh, sorry, sorry, go, go ahead. ahead. No, it's it's your podcast too. I feel like everybody, every character, uh, just sunk into the trope that they were playing. Like, there's this crazy nitso lady that is a craft like all she wants to do is crafting and she's got a husband that's like a perpetual cheater slash ass grabber and she loves her little stupid dog and she just she embodied the Karenness of it and it was she did an excellent job every single person uh was just you know they they either really enjoyed what they were filming or they're amazing actors because the, every single person I was like, yes. Oh my God. That's totally something that that person would do. <laughs> yeah. They did a good job of, um, I mean, these, these are all playing caricatures. I mean, the Karen and her husband are supposed to be these hardcore conservative Christian Republican couple. Yep. Um, down to like, I can't remember. There was a sign in their front yard. Yeah, I was going to say, but was it a Trump 2020 or? No, it was a Midland gas. Yeah, uh, okay, but it's very much done in the style of a Trump sign. Oh, yeah, for sure. And uh, because it all comes down to half, the town is perfectly split, half wanting this pipeline, half not. And they're this conservative Republican couple that you don't like. But then they also have this uh, group or these two uh, this gay couple that mm-hmm. is this liberal hippie tech billionaires that just recently moved into the town and demanded and kind of like took over because they have money and don't really like anyone. Yeah. And uh, Cause it's so backwards. There was, there was one point where uh, Cheyenne Jackson is the actor. I don't remember what his character's name is. Uh, so it's Guillermo and Cheyenne that are the couple. And uh, Cheyenne is a man, by the way. Uh, He's an American horror story. Yeah, yes. And I saw him theater act before he was actually on TV. So I got to see him in place. He I think he played Rocky in Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yeah. So um, but at one point he's like, 
he, they were all in the lodge, which it was a pretty cool lodge. I, if it weren't overrun by a potential werewolf, I, I would have potentially stayed there. It was a nice a lot of lodge. potentials, Brie. You got a lot of potential in that sense. I know. I know. Uh, anyways, Cheyenne says something about, we don't have a lot of money. And then Guillermo looks at him and he's like, we have millions, honey. And it's like millions. And he goes, oh, okay. Apparently we are rich. <laughs> Like he had yeah. no clue. He just was taken care of. <laughs> yeah, it uh it was definitely an interesting like the they had the dynamic. Um the park ranger doesn't know how to be assertive. Um in yeah, fact he's he doesn't even realize his girlfriend broke up with yeah. him. <laughs> yeah, uh yeah, she had convinced him to see other people and take a trial separation and all that. And he thought he had a fiance and he doesn't. Um <laughs> the i think the star though of this show is at&t milana milana you can keep saying the name it does not mean i will cecily cecily was her character's name okay you can so she She plays great she plays a fantastic character start to finish i was charmed by her i like she i this isn't going to give anything away, but when Finn first starts, this all takes place in the matter of what, like 24 hours. Yeah. Probably this a whole day. movie is, I mean, it's compact. And so for me to, to enjoy the characters that much in such a compact amount of time, I think they did a really good job of dialogue and uh some of the editing on it with the sound and the transitions. I was like, I'm hooked. this is amazing (laughs) and uh but cecily starts with taking she's the post postmistress post person whoa that sounds way weirder yeah well she even makes she's a postmaster uh or she's a male person she's a yeah um a male carrier yeah well a female carrier uh That was funny. I had literally spelt that in my mind while you were saying it. <laughs> There's actually like a little exchange about the proper way to address her status as a yeah. male character. I was going to say, postmistress sounds like it. It's like a dominatrix that just uh, reads like you retired. New Yorker articles <laughs> as punishment. She as gives she's... you like theater reviews as your way of like <laughs> spending time. <laughs> uh she takes Finn on her mail route uh so he can kind of know the area and figure out where everything is and uh it's a great way the, of introducing the characters absolutely and you get the you get the weirdo out in the woods that's the split decision on the gas but he refuses to communicate with anybody the you have the kind of inbred uh townies i guess would be the best way to describe them the yeah problematic or the troubled couple the sid and nancy (laughs) yes Um, and honestly like lodge keeper it's such a smart way to do the play or not the play actually you know this probably would have worked great as a play absolutely Uh, just because the way it's set up but it's such a smart way to introduce these characters quickly set up their archetypes by having her walk him through the town and introducing these people 
And uh, really, I mean, as they as this is going along, they start to re- think there's a werewolf, but then a lot of it ends up being, are they actually the ones that are killing each other? How much of that is happening versus, uh, you know, did they finally turn on each other and stuff like that? It's very like, I wouldn't it's say it's well clue. paced. Yeah, it's definitely not clue. Well, I, that was my thought throughout the thing. I was like, yeah. I, I could. No, it's not clue. And then to jump back, because I feel bad because I was like thinking it and then I didn't say it. And then I moved to this clue comparison uh, that walk through town. It's amazing. I would almost be fun to rewatch this movie uh, and just like sit down and jot down how many Chekhov's guns she sets up. Right. Because there's being a lot significant. In this. Yeah. So many things that she does specifically either come back explicitly as plot points or they're like references that later get payoffs in the movie, which I was like, oh, that's interesting. Like they have one where um, they talk about like they just give a quick scene where the guy is like, here's some maple syrup. It's fresh from the tap. And that later becomes relevant for why they murder somebody with a maple syrup tap. Yeah. Because you're like, oh, he has them, you know. In the jugular. In the juggler. Yeah. Uh, the werewolf makeup, not bad for this either. But this is. Spoiler. Babe, the movie's called Werewolves Within. Yeah, but that could be your stupid human okay. versus beast thing. If a person has listened to metaphorical. If a person has listened to this podcast enough to get to this point, they would know the first thing you would have said. Instead I of gushing, can't believe it's not werewolves. Why yeah, is it say, never instead of gushing werewolves. about this movie, you would have lost your shit that there wasn't a werewolf. That's true. There's a werewolf. <laughs> I won't spoil who it is. Uh, I've been tapping it in Morse code. So if you listen closely, because no. I don't edit, I don't do a good job of editing out background sound in this podcast. Um, <laughs> you'll find out. I I whisper it on the wind. <laughs> it's subliminal messages. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. This movie, uh, it, it wanted you to compare it to Clue, and I don't think you can. Mm-mm. I mean, unless you're like an ensemble com- uh, comedy with- That I agree with. I mean, the time, it, there, nothing compares to Clue with the comedy yeah. timing, but um, it does very much do that whole uh, run to the other room thing, but it mm-hmm. does it within the whole town. And so that's, it gives you that same feeling of, oh, where are they going next? Or how's this connected? Or, um, you know, who who could it be? Because yeah. they do a pretty good job of setting up everybody to be the possible werewolf yeah i I just i think uh i think they do kind of a i know because the video game is supposed to be this whodunit and it's a multiplayer game that's why neither you or i heard about it because we're like oh you'd have to have friends to play this (laughs) um (laughs) and Kevin will not play video games with me and i won't play video games with him yeah because i'm very bad and he is very good you are it's i (laughs) I don't even understand how you're a person. You're like if a person had a, been in a coma for a couple of years and just lost <laughs> lost some motor skills, and but somehow that's you your whole life. It's like I that one time I played Halo with you and me and Megan, and you all laughed at me the whole time because I couldn't turn the head and the body at the same time. No, how do you not know how to use thumbs? because i'm so i'm so right-handed dominant that anytime i have to use my left hand i'm just a total spaz case 
yeah that's uh that's was clear it was clear by your performance <laughs> um <laughs> just even statistically by luck you should have gotten a kill um, yeah no no <laughs> no and i'm just... bad with ranged weapons too i'm very bad at aiming like i can whack things with a sword in a video game but i cannot like range weapons just throw me over the edge no i've watched you play video games and honestly like you might be the rudy of video games the just the sheer <laughs> determination and then also me putting you in during the cutscenes when it doesn't matter <laughs> is how you've succeeded in every video game you've wanted to play i did finish horizon zero dawn mostly on my own Oh my God, I watched you play that and it was, um, it was really, okay. it was really needed a montage, uh, really needed a montage. To get, but see, the thing is in a montage, people get progressively better and not just have the computer take pity on them. Yeah. Um, I've never seen an AI just be like, oh, let's she dial it down. <laughs> yeah, like you are going to be that person that just like pitifuls the Terminators into not <laughs> killing you. They're just going to be like, oh man, she's she's trying. She's trying. <laughs> Can't exterminate all humanity. She's worked so hard. <laughs> she I really skills, needs this. Damn it. <laughs> um, yeah, so let's talk the cover of this. Uh I'm going to just, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to throw it out there. I'm going to call it perfect cover. I agree. I have absolutely nothing, nothing bad to say about this cover. Yeah, you hear that? Other, Werewolves Within? No notes. Ever, other than the fact that you probably wished Guillermo looked a little bit more like Guillermo for you. They put a weird angle on his face that yes. was, that threw me off a bit. I didn't, I didn't get the Guillermo-ness. Yeah, well, to be fair, he didn't play Guillermo. <laughs> to be fair, every time I see him, I think he's Guillermo, uh, just moonlighting in another yeah. series. Uh, I, I, every time I see him, the first thing I saw him, Harvey, I just started, Guillen. I just, I just shouted out, Beschetti. <laughs> he played Joaquim M. Yeah. Because there was a scene where he's like, it's Joaquim with an M. <laughs> Yeah, he's, he's in he's delightful um he, he i think was everyone in this is pretty delightful very charming um I, I mean other than the guy that you're supposed to hate the midland gassed guy that wants to like wreck their town and drill for oil or whatever oh what do you have against capitalism now <laughs> Wrecking the nature. Which reminds me, uh, we need more ads. So come on, guys. Uh, BP, where are you at? Yeah. It's not selling out. I would buy in at this point. Um, now I, I just, I'm trying to think what else you would do for this cover. I, I maybe big old werewolf scratch claw marks Ooh. and then like the people's faces underneath in some way because show they're divided i feel like i feel like oh well but they're kind of half and half split by finn on the cover yeah so they kind of get that a little bit i i would have to go back and look at it to actually see whether or not it was the for and against with how they lined up the sides i don't think it Uh, is but i don't think it is off the top of my head um but i i actually prefer the full moon in the background because i think that 
A, that gives an excellent lighting perspective. Um, and B, it's not over the top in your face. It still leaves you a little like, ooh, are there werewolves? Aren't yeah. there werewolves? The only critique I'd give that that poster is it makes it seem like there's going to be a little bit more action than what there mm-hmm. is. But it also, uh, it very much is like Avengers Endgame style poster. Yeah. Um, <laughs> for what the movie actually is. Um, so it's more action movie than like horror comedy. Uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, I think I it would, does it does its job. Did you, I did not have any jump scares in this movie. No, I mean, it definitely leans on the comedy side of the horror comedy. Yeah. Um, I mean, calling it a horror anything is kind of a, I don't know. I mean, it's kind of like it's kind of like calling it a thriller, um, mm-hmm. like Clue or something. Well, Clue's not even a thriller. That's a bad no. example. But it's not like Knives Out, but with werewolves. No, it's uh, very much a comedy. Yes, and I thought they did an excellent job when they transformed the werewolf. The werewolf mm-hmm. transition was pretty good. Yep. It was, and uh, I mean, I, a very upbeat, positive feminist message at the end of the movie. Yes. I think the last line of the movie, we're, I mean, I'm giving it away. I'm just going to do it, is make your own sandwich. <laughs> and I think every movie should end with that. <laughs> I feel like every movie should come with a free sandwich. <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, Hollywood, you want to know how to get people back into your theater? <laughs> free sandwiches. Free sandwich. <laughs> just have one of those very underpaid Regal employees just flipping grilled cheeses at us during the movie. Mmm, cheese. Just the middle of the movie, just be like, cheese me. Cheese me, I'll have a jockey. cheese. Um, what do you call a theater per? Like, I know they say usher, but what are they actually? Uh... I don't know. I mean, it's not like they're not like popcorn artists. And do we subway them? <laughs> it's because it's not just popcorn anymore that you can yeah. get at theaters. You could get like the full meal deal. Yeah. What do you call them? Milk dud delivery people? <laughs> Dudders. <laughs> Dudders. Oh, God. Oh, that sounds like a gross way of talking about udders. <laughs> I got my Dudders. <laughs> That sounds like what a dude's udders would be called. They got dudders. Is that what we call balls now? His, his dudders are chapped. Oh, man. Ugh. This podcast teaches people horrible slang words. And you've done it so many times. Postmistress and dudders. God. introducing problematic language into the american lexicon it's early for me and i did not sleep a lot so the fact that you've even gotten complete sentences out of me (laughs) but some of those sentences included the phrase dudders and postmistress so i think we would rather trade you being a little more well-rested and not making those words all right that was edit them out (laughs) i could but then i would have nothing to talk about in this pod most of the time (laughs) brie uh any other final thoughts on werewolves within watch it go watch it absolutely watch it if you can only rent it it's worth the dollars yeah i i uh i don't think you would be super disappointed i hardcore recommend this movie yeah 
I do too. Uh, it was a, it was a sneaky surprise. Yeah. I, like I said, I got so distracted by the movie itself. I couldn't even take notes. I started taking notes and I stopped taking notes. I felt like I was back in college. <laughs> oh, I usually just showed up hungover and didn't worry about it. Yeah. Oh, that wasn't me in college. Yeah, that's the reason why it took me six years to graduate. Um, <laughs> so different, Kevin, different approaches. Where can we find us on social media? Uh, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at buy its cover pod. Mm -hmm. And you can find Kevin on Twitter and Instagram uh, and TikTok at Kevin C-A-V-I-N underscore egg E-G-G. And he's got a website, www.kevineggleston.com. And he's got a Patreon. So if you are not listening to this as the early release on our Patreon, uh, head on over there and sign up. You get uh, early access to these episodes and um, exclusive access to our other podcast called Growing Fonder. Yeah, you get access to basically anything I do before anyone else. Uh, do you have which, any shows coming up? Um, Kashi G. Wilker, I'm trying to think where I will be at. Um, I guess it depends on before, when you're posting yeah, this. <laughs> whenever I release this. Uh, <laughs> If I get if you I think if you're listening from the Patreon, I'll be at I'll be doing just a guest set uh, at Charlie or at Good Nights in Raleigh, North Carolina. Um, mm -hmm. Then I'll be back up at the Thunderbird in Pittsburgh this week. Uh, so that's the 11th and 12th. Uh, I'll be doing another guest spot in Pittsburgh at a, a theater uh, that I never remember the names. I did not anticipate this question. <laughs> I always be prepared to pimp your shit, babe. Yeah, uh, but the big ones, uh, I'll be opening at the Fort Wayne Comedy Club on the 10th and 11th of September. Woohoo! I'm yeah. so excited. <laughs> yeah, Fort Wayne. It's a place. It, you'll get to be with me, and that's... It's true. I will be very close to uh, the person I love the most. Oh. Which is a <laughs> pillow cut out of myself. <laughs> That's mine. <laughs> Not after I'm done with it. Ew! Oh, God damn it, Kevin. <laughs> I'm going to go all postmistress on that pillow. <laughs> Rub my gutters all over it. Uh, <laughs> no. Please cut that part. Nope. Stays in. All right, you guys. Thanks for listening. Thank y'all. Bye.